بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد الحمد لله we have reached uh, our next narration that we wish to discuss which is the narration of Aisha Radio Anha which I mentioned on Aisha Radio Anha قالت كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يعجبه التيمن في تنعله وترجله وتهوره وفي شأنه كله and so <coughs> this narration mentions Zakhna this narration mentions that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would love the affair of Tayammun and using the right in his wearing of his shoes as well as the covering of his hair, his purification and all of his affairs. The Mawdu of this hadith, like the topic of this hadith is regarding a Tayammun Yani the action of Tayammun using the right and beginning with the right in terms of the actions. And what we understand from this as well, the reason why this is mentioned in this particular chapter here, Barakalafikum, is due to the fact that a Tayammun and using them beginning with the right is from the actions that are recommended in the wudu and the ghusl. Recommend the actions in the wudu, and recommend the actions in the ghusl. And Sheikh of Amin, rahimahullah, he also mentions that in relation to this, this wudu and this topic, that uh, at tayammun, this hadith is regarding the hukum, the ruling of uh, at tayammun, and Allah Taala knows best. And as for some of the wordings of this hadith, then <clears throat> from the first of the words that we have is the word kana. Kana, which is fi'l, madi, naqis. And the fi'l, madi, naqis, yarfal ism, wa yansabal khabar. So it enters upon the, f- the ism jumli, uh, the fi'l, afwan, the jumla ismiya. And it makes the ism, the first word, marfu' and the second second word, mansub. Thereafter, it mentions yu'jibuhu. Yu'jibuhu, yani yasurruhu. And in another riwayah, another wording, yuhibbuhu. Yani, so that which makes him happy, or that which he likes, and yuhibbuhu is another, in another wording, yuhibbuhu, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we mentioned previously, how do we, why is it that we find sometimes that there's different words in, different, same narration, different words? Now, due to the riwayah of Ismaila, that for the main reasons is that the, or the greatest reason is that the person is narrated by meaning. Thereafter, it mentions the word, Atayamun. As Shukhimi mentions, Al-Bada'a Bil-Yameen. Now, in the beginning, the person begins the action with the right. And Sheikh, uh, Sheikh uh, 
Ahmed al-Najmi, he mentions just further to that, that it is preferring to use the right over the left. Yeah, and the preference of the right over the left. So tafdeel, essentially, as well. What tana'ul is the wearing of the shoes. Tana'ul is wearing of the shoes. And tarajjul is the tasrih sha'ar. Okay, in the comb of the hair. And from the action of tajmeel, yeah, the action of beautification. Yeah, the comb of the hair. What tuhur, tuhur, then this is referring to, yeah, the purification. The tuhur is the purification. And this is inclusive of the wudu and the ghusl. So tuhur with dhamm al I believe in some of the Nusukh commissions, the ta' with a fatha, but the dhamm al So this is inclusive of yani, where a person purifies himself. And generally speaking, we're talking about purification. And we're referring to the wudu, yani, the purification from the hadith al asghar the minor impurity, and the ghusl, the purification from the hadith al akbar the major impurity. Thereafter, it mentions وَفِي شَعْنِ يعني The word شَعْن referring to يعني أمر يعني the affairs the proof of it being شُعُون So these are some of the words that are mentioned within this narration or these are the words that are mentioned within this narration Allah Ta'ala A'lam And <coughs> as for the meaning of this narration then, as upon us as insan, we have been given choices, yani, we've been, been created upon the choices. And we specify that which we want or that which we will want to do. And that which has been mentioned is. I mentioned upon the tongue and from the actions of the Prophet وسلم, is the ikram al yameen istimaliha. And so that which is mentioned by the Prophet وسلم, within this is the nobility and that which khair which comes with using the right. As well as the barakah, the blessing found there within. As the Prophet وسلم, would love to do so, would love to use and begin with the right. And so, thus, due to that, Aisha عنها, informs us نعم, that he وسلم, would prefer to begin with the right. Now, would prefer to begin with the right. And so, thus, uh, this is something which is, even though narration mentions again at the beginning it mentions specific actions it mentions the tana'ul in the wearing of the shoes then the tarajr the comb of the hair as well as the uh, the tuhur the purification so it mentions specific actions however thereafter it mentions yani the general as well 
Naam. Wafi sha'nihi kullihin. All of his affairs. So we understand from this as well, barakallahu is that this is any affair that if, you, if you're able to begin with the right or the left, then you begin with the right. Naam. You begin with the right. Except for if there is a specific narration or specific text that mentions other than that. Naam, so there may be a specific text that may mention other than that. An example of that would be what? Now entering the bathroom. That the father, that which is better than the person enters the bathroom with the left, left foot. Now, Thereafter, as for what we understand from this hand this narration as well, is the first, the first is in relation to the tiyammun, the tiyammun, beginning with the right. And that this hadith is a proof of its istihbab, it's a proof that it's mustahab, it's recommended to begin with the right in wudu. Naam. And Ibn Qadama, Ibn Qadama, Rahimahullah, he mentions, وَهُوَ مُجْمَعَ عَلَىٰ إِسْتِحْبَابِ لَا نَعْلَمْ فِيهِ خِلَافًا And so he mentioned in relation to the affair of it being mustahab, it being recommended, that it's mujma' alayhi, that there is ijma' there is a consensus in that regard. That is recommended to use the uh, the rights and begin with the rights in this affair. And I do not know any yani khilaf in that regard, any difference differing in that regard. And <coughs> likewise, uh, you have narrations that mention. A narration that mentioned the the affair of Tiyamun specifically as well. I begin with the right specifically. From them, narration of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is that mentioned if you make wudu, then begin with your Right. And Ibn Taqiq al-Aid mentioned in relation to that narration that it is correct that this narration here is regarded as being authentic. Now, <coughs> thereafter, we understand from this narration as well, from the wording that was mentioned uh, previously, from the wording, and in all of his affairs, is a am maqsus. And so this is the general mentioned above and over and above that which has been specified previously. So as you mentioned, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, or the Aisha or Anha mentioned specific actions from the Prophet sallallahu in terms of using the right first. Thereafter, she mentions the general. Naam. So, within this as well, we understand that within this, not only is it a clear indication of the father of using the right, 
but also we can understand the opposite of that as well. There's a there's a degree of ihana, yani a lowly the lowly affair and consideration of using the left first, using the left hand side first. Naam. Except for as we mentioned, if there is a exception for that. So if there's a direct exception in the text, then we know that the person should begin with the right first. And so example of the of the, of the exceptions is mentioned entering the bathroom entering the, the the restroom you enter with the left likewise as well the leaving of the masjid leaving of the masjid and you leave with the left and Allah Ta'ala knows best thereafter we have the next narration which is the narration of Nu'aym Al-Mujmir and Abi Huraira, radiallahu anhu, and the Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, annahu qal, inna ummati, biatuna yawm al-qiyama, ghurran, muhajjilin, min athari wudu, faman istata'a minkum, an yatila al-ghurratuhu, falyaf'alu, falyaf'alu, and so, This narration mentions that, or narration of Abi Huraira mentions that the Prophet ﷺ mentions, indeed, my nation will approach Yawm al Qiyamah with illuminated yani, spots from the parts on where they've made wudu, upon the limbs where they've made wudu. And so, whoever is able to extend either wudu and extend the manner in which they make wudu, then let them do so. And so, you have the other narration as well that mentions a narration of Abi Huraira as well, which is the love which is found in Sahih Muslim, where it mentions Yatawadda. فَغَصْلَ وَجْهَهُ وَيَدَيْهِ حَتَّى كَادْ يَبْلُغُ مِنْ كَبِينَ ثُمَّ غَصَلَ وَجْلَيْهِ حَتَّى رَفَعَ إِلَى سَاقَيْنِ ثُمَّ قَالَ سَمِتَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَقُولُ إِنَّ أُمَّتِي يُدْعَوْنَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ غُرَّ مُحَجِّرِينَ فَمَنْ اسْتَطَاعَ مِنْكُمْ أن يتيل غرته وتهجيله فليفعل. and so thereafter as well this wording mentions I the wudu it mentions the action of Abi Huraira in this regard where he performed the wudu wash his face and his hands or wash the of the forearms. To the extent as it was as if he was about to reach the shoulders, I will from washing the forearms. Then he washed I the feet until it reached the shins. Thereafter he stated that I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu state that my Ummah indeed they will be called upon. Yawm al-Qiyamah 
and they'll be brought forth with the whiteness of يعني, the effects of their wudu. And so whoever is able from you to extend the washing in terms of where they wash, the, the, the limbs that they wash, then let them do so. And in relation to this, this particular narration here, Barakallahu Fikum, then the topic of this is, first and foremost, the benefit of wudu in of itself, and the fadl of wudu, due to the fact that within the, the wudu of the individual, and how the illuminated Yom Al-Qiyamah, the illuminated based upon their purification, and it is reflective of their purification in the dunya, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, granted nobility of his ummah due to the fact that they purified themselves. Along with that as well is the fact that you have the permissibility of the ziyada al-wajib. So it's permissible to do that which is maybe more than the obligatory to do more than the obligatory when it comes to the wudu I not in a manner of course that is regarded as being a hulu or excessive but to extend further than than, than uh, what is mentioned and what is an obligation and as for the word of the the tahjil, then the tahjil is the bayad for yadain or rizlin. Either whiteness which is found upon the arms, the forearms, and the feet and the legs of these individuals. When it mentions uh, the ummah, then the ummah is referring to the jama'ah of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the jama'ah And Shaykh of Amin mentioned likewise as well, Man amana bihi wa taba'ahu. I the individual that believed in him and also followed him. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The mention of as well, Yud'aun, and they were called upon. Yani brought forth for reckoning, Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And Yawm Al-Qiyamah is a Yawm Yukum Al-Naz Min Kubur. Mab'uthun Lil Hisab. And so, when it comes to Yawm Al-Qiyamah, this is the day in which the people will stand and are brought forth. Yani, they are, they are resurrected from their graves and thus brought forth for reckoning. As for this hadith, now, as for this hadith and the benefits we can take from this narration, then with this is the 
mention of the istihbab. So the Mu'allif himself, the Ghani, he saw that this was an affair which was mustahab. And so it was something which was not only jaiz, but something which is recommended. The etala, yani the washing, and washing over and above that which was an obligation to wash. Naam. And so, was understood from this word, for example, the ghusl, a shame al ras, ziyadatan al rwaj. So, washing something, or washing part of the head as well, as an increase over washing the face. So, the obligation, of course, is washing the face for the wudu. Naam. However, what's understood from this is the, the, the encouragement to wash part of the head as well, as an increase over the face. Naam. As well as washing over and above يعني, the mirfaqin. Over the elbows. As well as washing something or the water reaching part of the saq. Reaching part of the shin. Over and above يعني, the kaab. Over and above the ankle. And... <coughs> <clears throat> the reason for this and the reason for this um, particular hukum and this istihbab and Allah Ta'ala knows best is that when a person washes above that which is an obligation then this is a means of them uh, ensuring that they've completed the obligation in of itself because they've done obligation and something which is a ziyadah And so, just as you find that it's found within the sunan and within the other narrations, the washing of certain body parts three times is the, sa- it's the same in terms of the same illa, the same reason. Due to the fact that the person washes it three times, it increases the, the, the uh, possibility for the individual completing the wudu or completing the action and ensuring that they completed the washing of that limb in the correct manner. This, however, <coughs> is in opposition to the usage of water. And just as there's is, is something which is legislated to you to do the ziyada in terms of or wash the body parts in the, in terms of in an additional amount. This is not the case when it comes to using additional water. Naam. Use additional water. The reason for that, as mentioned by Sheikh Fawzan, is that when a person uses additional water, first and foremost, there's a degree of waste. There's a degree of waste of, of, that, of the water, now that resource. The second as well, is that when a person uses additional water as excessive in the use of water, it can bring about something from the person being complacent regarding their wudu. And so, just because there's a large amount of water, they will have that com- that have they will have that complacent feeling that they completed the wudu. But it's very possible that a person used a large amount of water and hasn't completed the washing of that of that limb. And so, this is why, and Allah Taala knows best, 
there's a clear difference between the two. So whilst it's not legislated, or rather it's mavmum, it's blameworthy to use excessive amounts of water, when it comes to yani, ziyada in terms of the washing of the body part, then this is something which is praiseworthy and mustahab, as we understood from this. Shaykh Ahmed Najmi goes on to mention as well that Ahlul Ilm, they would differ in relation to the amount that is the ziyada. How much is it? Does the person do? Does it? Does the person wash? And how much more? And some of their aqwal, some of their statements, and their positions would go to the even to the extent that they could. That they would say that the person could wash up until the shoulders, and up until the knees. Naam. And the reality is, and Allah Ta'ala knows best, that it wouldn't be to that extent. Just because within the narration, the word kada is mentioned. First and foremost, kada. Kada meaning it's about to. So we know that it didn't actually reach the shoulder. So it was about to reach the shoulder. Meaning that there was a large amount and it, it, fit, it covered the, the elbow and a considerable amount more than the elbow. However, it did not reach the shoulder. So you wouldn't now say that it would reach based on the wording mentioned in the narration. Likewise as well, where it mentions the saq, it mentions the, the shin itself. And there's no mentioning now of the rukbatin. No mention of the knees. And the saq, the, sh- the shin, anyone knows the shin, is, is long and it can go, it can, we're talking about the shin, it could be at any point of the shin. And so we would understand that the washing over, if you, if you wash over the ankle, to the extent it reaches the shin, if it reaches the bottom of the shin, it's nowhere near the knee. Now it reaches the bottom of the shin. And so it, what's understood from this in Allah Ta'ala knows best is that the, the washing of Abi Huraira in that narration was washing of the ankle and then a part of the shin until it reaches a part of the shin and not that it reached all the way the whole shin and all the way up into the knees and Allah Ta'ala knows best and uh, some of the, the, the some of the Ahlul Ilm would mention as well that this was something which is batil even to reach these these parts of the body, from them and no we, now from them and no we. He mentions that it's barter. So falsehood that the person would uh, reach the, uh, the 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 washing would reach to that extent. Now, so thereafter. We have the narration in relation to the Istinja. It's the chapter in relation to the Istinja. And how the person cleanses themselves after, or how they cleanse themselves at the Dukhul al Khala, entering the bathroom. And it's also referred to as Yani Qadar al Haja. This is generally as well what we understand when it comes to certain affairs in 
a certain body action, you find that you will, they will they will use wordings which are yani let's say, to say lighter and more palatable. And so what else you could say in the Mabash Shanatan Yani using the toilet, they will say Qadat Hajj, yani fulfilling one's need. And they will and I'll refer to it as fulfilling one's need. Also Yani <coughs> When referring to these actions, they were, some of they would mention, for example, the action of uh, urination or defecation or likes of that. And thereafter, they would mention, Akramakum Allah. And this is just generally uh, from the adab of women mentioning these, these actions, which are from the hajat and nas, from the needs of the people. And the necessities, however, they are maybe regarded as being lowly. That generally they are mentioned and they are discussed with a degree of adab and lighter words or euphemisms, even as they would say. And so, this is the qadar haja, the individual fulfilling one's need. And so. This is also an indication of the complete nature of the legislation. That even when it comes to the person using the bathroom and fulfilling one's needs, that they do so and there's, legis- there's legislation for it and there's a manner and there are mannerisms that have been legislated for us and how to do so. And The first narration here is a narration of Anas ibn Malik. Narration of Anas ibn Malik. And the Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana idha dakhla al-khala qal Allahumma inni a'udha bika min al-khubfi wal-khaba'ith. And so Anas ibn Malik mentions that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he entered the bathroom, he would make the dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubthi wal-khabai. Yani, oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the male and female shayateen. And this, uh, this particular narration Is the mawdu of it is the, the, the mention of the dhikr, I mean, the words of dhikr that the person mentions when entering the bathroom. And what does the person mention when entering the bathroom? And from the word is found within it, the first of the wordings is the word Allahumma. Allahumma is the manada, yani, or the nadi. So Allahumma, Allah Ta'ala is the manada, the one that has been called upon. Allahumma bi ma'na, Ya Allah. 
His asal is Ya Allah. And so, Jokhmimi mentions here in relation to it, I, the Ya is removed, and Ya Allah is removed, and replaced with the meme at the end. There's a place at the meme at the end of Allahumma. Thereafter, I mentioned A'udhu Bika. A'udhu Bika. I seek refuge in you. I refuge the sort of Allah. I turn to you as in terms of refuge. And that I turn to you in aid against any of the evil that is found within the khubfi wal khabaif. Within the khubf wal khabaif. Yani the male and the female jinn. Now, and the word khubf, or here I mentioned khubf in this particular narration, is the jam al khabif. Is the plural of the word Khabith. And the Khabith is the male shayateen. The male shayateen. Well, Khabaif, the word Khabaif is the jam, is the plural of the word Khabitha. Yani, the female shayateen. And so, thus this is a, a supplication against all of these forms of the shayateen, any males or the females. And so, from what you understand from this narration, the Prophet wasallam sought refuge in his Lord, Naam, from these shayateen. And from the Qaid of the Arwah al-Shayateen. So refuge in his Lord from their Qaid. From their Qaid. From their pl- plots and their plants. Due to the fact that no doubt was understood from the nature of the Shayateen is that they have a love for and they are inclined towards things and places that are impure. From these places, are no doubt it would be the bathroom. And so thus, when the person enters the bathroom, they seek refuge from being around these particular things. Naam, Allah Ta'ala knows best. And <clears throat> along with that, when the person leaves, then they state the words in the Ghufranak. I seek refuge, they seek the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. Reason for that being is that whilst they're within the bathroom, they're not able to يعني, say words of remembrance. And so they seek forgiveness, they seek forgiveness for that reality. That they were not able to seek these words, these, these, or state these words of remembrance. 
I said, seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to that. Likewise, tu'khaz min hadha al-hadith, istihbab al-dhikr in the dukhul al-khala. So what's understood from this narration is that it is mustahab, recommended, to say these words of remembrance when entering the bathroom. When a person, يعني, in the irada to dukhul, when a person wants to enter. And This is what is understood from the, the riwayah, this wording of Anas in the Malik and his narration. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Alhamdulillah, we'll conclude with this particular narration here. And in our next lesson, go on to the next narration, because there's, there's two narrations come together, inshallah, that I mentioned together. Allah ta'ala a'lam. Jazakumullah khairah. وبارك الله فيكم وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم